Debbie with Keep Your Pecker Up podcast, and I have a guest. My guest with me today is Kathy Banghart. Kathy, how are you? I'm wonderful. Good, good, good. You're up at the cottage and enjoying the sun. I am. Lovely. Well, thanks so much for coming on and doing this with me. I've been having a real blast and learning everybody's stories. It's pretty interesting and insightful. I bet. I bet. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's story is different. So why don't you start telling us your journey, how you found your, yeah, how you found your cancer and how you got here? <laughs> oh, well, I was 51 okay. years of age. In August, I had a mammogram, just a routine mammogram, and it just showed some inflammation, but nothing too suspicious. But they wanted me to repeat it in December, which I did. And at that time, they were suspicious and thought I needed a needle biopsy, which I had. And I found out at Christmas time, like two days before Christmas, that I had cancer. So I'm a big Christmas fan. And so I decided not to share it with my family because I didn't want to ruin our family's Christmas. So Did Roger know at this point? No. No, he didn't know. Nobody. Either. No, I shared So you it with got the no news one. on your own? I did. Oh, and then I, I decided that, you know, Christmas is really important to all of us and it's a big family time. So I just kept it to myself and I went on and hosted Christmas and had Christmas with the kids and it was tough. Oh my gosh, Cass. I'm sure oh I wasn't gosh. myself, but, oh, um, no. you know, I just said, oh, I'm tired and, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just kept it inside. And then... I, I, I'm speechless with that because me, I was just I like all over the map. I was scared. I was... Well, so was I. So was yeah. I. But uh, yeah, but Christmas was very important to me. And I thought, well, man, if I'm going to die, I'm not going to ruin the last Christmas the kids have with me. So I just mm. decided to keep it to myself. And then, on, and then I shared it with everyone at the beginning of January. And I think on January 8th, I went in to have a lumpectomy, and then based on that, then they found cancer, and then I had to, on the 30th of January, I had a sentinel node biopsy, and in the meantime, the, the sutures inside of my breast had broken, and so I had um, my breast filled up with blood, and so I had to be rushed to the hospital and, uh, and undergo a revision of everything inside. Then we went from there. And then, you know, my daughter accompanied me to, luckily, to all of my appointments and took very precise notes. Very precise. Don't you find that's important? Because as you follow through... Yes, yes, to follow through. And actually, many years later, I went back to those notes because I had some heart problems. And I went back to those notes because I thought, nobody told me about that. But when I looked at the notes, it was there. It was written there. Isn't it remarkable how much we forget? Like when we're in the thick of it, there is so much we forget. So much stuff. So much stuff. Yeah. It's overwhelming. Yeah. So from that point on, I never was alone. Uh, My children were fantastic. Roger was very busy running because we had a new business we had just opened. And he was very busy running that. But one of my kids went with me for every appointment. And my eldest daughter went to most of them because the other two were in school and university and college. And when they were done their their year, then they started coming with me as well. So it was, you know, I was never alone. 
Oh, you had wonderful support. I did. I did. Oh, I that's was very great, Kathy. Yeah, that's wonderful. Lucky. What were you diagnosed with? I had stage two, and it was HER2 positive and hormone negative. It was just the most awful kind to get, but... Uh, but the her too, I think then people go on to take Herceptin and yeah. which I didn't have to do because my the oncologist at first told me I was going to, and then they decided there were studies that said because of this my tumor was small, I wasn't going to be qualified to take the Herceptin. So that was another worry that I had because I thought, oh, you know, if there's something there, I want to take it. So through my benefits program, we had something called Best Doctors. And so I sent in all my information to the best doctors and asked them what their opinion was. And they came back and said, no, you know, that all the, all the uh, research shows that you really don't need to take the perception. So that made me feel better about that. Oh, that's a relief. Yeah. So, so you just had chemo then? I had chemo every two weeks for eight weeks. Okay. And then I followed up with radiation, breast and axillary, because I had one positive node. So your treatment, other than the garden variety, losing your hair, (laughs) (laughs) any other side effects? I, you know, when I was really lucky, I would feel not well for one week. Mm -hmm. And then the next week I would feel normal, back to normal. And because I have this co- this lovely cottage and lots of friends around here that, you know, they would look after me for a week. And then the next week we would have fun and they'd have a wine party on the back deck for me. Oh. And, you know, we'd have lots of fun. And Did you only have a biopsy? I, I mean, a lumpectomy? Uh, yes. I you did just have had a lumpectomy. I had a lumpectomy and then I had a reconstruction after five years. Okay. Did you find your breasts were off kilter? Yeah. 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 And then, so for the reconstruction, they took tissue from my back. Okay. And placed it into my breast. That almost took me longer to recover from than the lumpectomy. Wow. They take it from your back and thread it under your arm and then into the breast tissue. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was worth it in the end. I I feel like I at the time I wondered, well, why did I do this? But I think it was worth it in the end. Oh, good. But a lot more pain and yes. recovery. Yes. yes. Yeah. Two incisions, right? And so, did you take a? Do you know neuropathy? Nothing like that. Oh, no. lucky. No, lucky. Do you have chemo brain? I had chemo brain and I did have allergic reactions to the chemo every time I took it. So then I had to take the, um, I had to take some Benadryl and then they gave me some medication in my intravenous before I had my chemo because I broke out in hives every time I went in. So that was eight weeks radiation and then you were, you were fine for a while, right? Oh yeah. After the radiation, I was fine. I didn't really have any side effects from the radiation the same. No burning, no... Tired. Yeah. no, I didn't really have any side effects. Oh, that's lucky. That's mm, lucky. lucky. Did you take advantage of anything that the, the community was offering? 
like WellFit and Hope I did, the, I did the WellFit. When I was having my radiation, the girls from WellFit came into the clinic and were recruiting people. Okay. And so I did take advantage of the WellFit program, which is excellent, excellent. I recommend, highly recommend anyone do it. And then I continued on with the graduate program. So I started in 2008. Yeah. yeah. For a wow. long time. And then in 2017, I started getting really short of breath. And I remember that. Yeah, and I couldn't figure out why. And I was dragon boating at the time and I couldn't catch my breath. And I was supposed to be going on a month long European trip. I remember that. And two days before I was to go, I went into the doctor and said, you know, I can't catch my breath. I've got this cough that won't go away, diagnosing me with heart failure from the chemo. Oh, I was just going to say 10 years later. 10 years later, Holy cow, I said, cow. isn't this unusual? And she said, no, this is when it shows up. Because I had only joined the Dragon Boat team in 2017, I think it was when I joined. Mm -hmm. And I was under the impression that your chemo treatments were only a few years before that. Yeah. I didn't realize they were that long ago. Yes, yes. And I did some research after this because I thought, how can it be that long? And that's when it does show up. Oh, wow. Yeah, seven to 12 years after. And that's now, and again, I was under the assumption that it was Herceptin, but it wasn't. It was no, just regular no, old garden variety yeah, chemo. Yes, <laughs> regular old garden variety. And it, I think it's the ACE. Is the one that only 1% causes heart damage. And I was in that 1%. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that's been more troubling than anything because yeah, it's been a I long journey for me. Because yeah. I remember in Italy, you came on all the trips, like all the side trips that we did, but you seemed that you still were struggling then. Yes, I was. Yeah. I just don't have the stamina to, and it was hot there. So that yeah. Yeah. It was brutal. <laughs> yeah, it How are you today on that end? Oh, about the same. I think I'm getting stronger every time. I, I'm taking a lot of medication. I have a, a new medication that's supposed to make me feel a lot better. And it does. I, do, I really don't have a lot of side effects anymore. Um, but on really hot days, I just don't have a lot of stamina. But yeah, I'm just moving along. I haven't had to have a pacemaker or anything put in yet. So is that an option for you in the future? It is. Yeah, eh? said that's something that will probably happen in the future. But yeah, now I'm I'm feeling well, and I just try to exercise a lot and keep my heart strong. Walk out to that water, eh? Do the water ah, exercise. That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> So were, were you one of the founders of the Dragon Boat okay. team? I was. <laughs> Yay. Yes, yes. I, um, I think I was at WellFit, and there was a notice on the bulletin board that Ricky was thinking of starting this team. And I thought, well, maybe this is something I'll be interested in. So I called him, and he said, yeah, come on out. So I think Wendy was there, and I was there. And I don't know who else was there in the beginning. There wasn't was Diane part of that? Yes. No, Diane? I don't know if she was original. She okay. was there shortly after she wasn't. Okay. So you went so you joined as a, on a community team first? Is that no, we we had we were called a breast cancer team. Okay. We didn't have enough people to have a full boat. So every regatta we went into, the community team or every practice, some of the community team members would join us and um, help us fill the boat. Oh, that's great. Do you remember the year it started? I don't. Okay, that's all right. 
so you've been dragon boating for at least six years. At least. That's yeah. exciting. It is. That's it exciting. Is. I and loved every minute of it. Oh man, so did I. What was one of the what did you love about it? I love just being out on the water at practice time and just, you know, when we're sitting out there and you're just hearing the birds and the you know, in the water, the stillness of it all. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I found it very relaxing. Oh. And, and Ricky was the first coach? He was. And okay. he was very encouraging. And he was wonderful. And then we went, so I've been asking some of the women, Italy, we went to Italy. You couldn't paddle, yeah. though. I, I was not allowed. As soon as I had my heart failure diagnosis, I saw a specialist. And I asked him, can I paddle and he said absolutely not <laughs> said, okay he said no 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 and so I had to stop and so I took over the drummer position yeah which normally we just filled with people that had injuries or whatever so I kind of felt like I was taking over but I took over the drummer position and uh, there I sit well you know what as um as a paddler and as someone sort of in the boat facing you, it's really good to have somebody consistent there. For yeah. me personally, because we get to understand what your cues are and we listen for you. And It helps that I was the pacer for a few years before yes. I went to the drummer. So I understand what the pacers are doing. Oh, that's right so that's, too. Yeah, I felt that helped me with the drumming. And so here we are. It's you know, 2020, the pandemic, no dragon boating. Oh, I'm sad. <laughs> Me too. I really miss it. Wow. And how is your family with, and now with you? How was Roger? How everybody's yeah, good my now? My family is very protective of me. They always have been, but uh, they're good. They're good. good. They're just, uh, they're like, they look after their mama pretty good. And oh, that's uh, great. they're all pretty protective. Yeah. Did you go into any kind of depression or anxiety? Because I know I was, I was handed sleeping pills and antidepressants right away. No. My doctor gave me sleeping pills. I took one and then didn't like how that made me feel. And so I never took another one. You feel groggy when you wake up in the morning, uh, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so I just managed on my own. Wow. And any, anything else? Any words of wisdom? No, I just find, you know, I just, I'm sure everybody feels this too. Every year when I go for my annual mammogram, I am anxious for a few days before and a few days after until I get the results. Anxiety I have is just, it's, and I thought, man, this is with you forever. It's, you know, you feel like you're cured after this many years. I should feel cured, but I don't. In my head, I feel a thinking and then this year in my other breast I had a mammogram and they brought me back in to do an ultrasound and then then your head starts going Ooh. yeah I called my doctor to schedule my mammogram and apparently I, did you have one this year yet yes you oh did? no I had it in December oh okay so I haven't had one and they're saying they're not doing them, doing them? oh wow and I thought oh my gosh those poor people who find yeah. something Oh my gosh. They, and oh, they hopefully are doing them. I hope they're coming back in stage three. I don't know. I haven't checked in a while. But the other thing is, without them doing it, and I can't get one, it's kind of, oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. you start feeling around the girls. And I never had a lump to feel. Mine was really? just caught on a mammogram. So, yeah. All right. Well, is there any uh, anything else that you'd like to share from your journey? And No, no. 
I just think to tell, I just wanted to, you know, to tell everyone to make sure that you go for your annual mammograms and keep it up and keep the pecker up. Keep your pecker up. Yeah. 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 I love it, Kath. Thanks very much. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. This is Debbie with Keep Your Pecker Up Podcast, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks. Oh, nice.